his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Issues 2017. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Pat Hanrahan, President and CEO, United Way of the Plains. Welcome to Issues 2017, Pat. Thank uh, you, Steve. Good to be here. And by the way, congratulations. This past week, I understand you had your... 5,000th show. Yep. Great the, job. The Steve and Ted show on KNSS uh, every morning. Yeah, we had our 5,000th show. Thank you, sir. That takes a lot of a lot of patience and staying power to do it. You for may me. have had more <laughs> shows than Johnny Carson. Who knows? <laughs> hey, what is the... Uh, when we talk about the United Way of the Plains, Pat, what is your geographic territory? Who, how big is the area, area that you, you cover and help people? Well, we raise money in three counties, Sedgwick, obviously, and Butler, and down in uh, Sumner County. But... We really serve people uh, throughout the south-central Kansas area. If you looked at a map, saw the Sedgwick County and the perimeter counties, we're serving people from every one of those counties. And how many how many communities do you think? How many cities are involved there? I'm not every sure how many, how many cities there okay. are, but I know it's about 60,000 people that we touch each year through a United Way-funded program. Wow, 60,000 people. It's a lot touch. of folks. Yeah. Um, you know what my next question was? Are you ready? How many people receive some kind of United Way assistance during a year? And locally, you've already talked about that. 60,000. 60,000. I mean, that's a small city. Um, Has has the number fluctuated much over the years? I mean, it'll go up and down. You know, when when there's years we have our laid off worker center or a disaster, obviously it's going to go up much higher. So we we enjoy it being stable. Now, how many people actually uh, donate to United Way locally? Well, in terms of donating, it's it's about 25% of the workforce. That's a lot of people. It's in the thousands, but there's still a lot more out there that are not giving. So we're always on the go to increase our communication, get the word out so that more people will give. Over the years, you've uh, said on several occasions with me that if just a few more people would sign up on the while they're on the job, uh, you could exceed your annual goals pretty easily. It would be very easy to do that. It's it's just amazing when you look at the numbers. It doesn't take a lot. If everyone gave the, uh, say they gave the equivalent of one hour of their pay each month, you know, we the potential we would raise would be uh, well over $50 million. I mean, there's so much good we could do if everybody would participate at that level. I wonder what's holding them back. I think <laughs> you guys yeah, work pretty hard at it, but we what? do. And you know, I don't think it's because people are stingy or they don't care or they don't like United Way. I think it's like any other product. You go buy a new car, you want to know the features, you want to know the mileage. Uh, with United Way, people need to know what uh, what is it we're supporting, uh, how much does it cost, what kind of services are there, and that's our goal every year is to get out and tell people. Uh, because I'm, I'm convinced when people understand the need and they understand what we're doing, they'll give and they'll give very generously. Um, and it's, it's so easy. I mean, when you do the payroll thing, a little pink piece of paper and they automatically take it out. That's what I've been doing for, well, past many years, 20 at least. You know, it really is. And people don't miss it. 
that may sound strange, but you really don't miss it after you make that first gift and you get in the habit of doing it. It's a few dollars a paycheck, and um, it's painless. What is, uh, what is the goal for this year's campaign? Well, this year's goal is $14,300,000. That's up a good solid 10% from last year, but it's actually less than what we were raising a, a couple of years ago. We've, we've seen a lot of giving go down. Um, last year was tough. We had a lot of retirements in the community. Uh, the election was an issue. And we also got back from focus groups that insurance was an issue. So as insurance costs went up, people were looking at ways they could save. You, when we talk about insurance, talk at work with the premiums. Medical we had, insurance at work, right. Yeah, okay. Right. Right. <laughs> so there, there are other factors that go into it, right? Um, and I was going to, when you said 14, first thing that triggered in my mind, wait a minute, it used to be over 15 you were, you were trying to do. We were over 15 million. Actually, our high point was a little over $16 million in 2007. We were just coming out of the, the impact of 9-11. 9-11, yeah. And that was tough on this community. And we were just coming out of that, got up to $16.3 million, and then the Great Recession hit. And, you know, this city has struggled for the last few years. And as the city struggles, the economy struggles, the United Way has struggled. You know, and you're talking about 2008. I've, I've thought about this a lot lately. That was some sort of watershed year, at least for us, here in Wichita and South Central Kansas. It really was, and it's lasted a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we're coming out of that now and we'll see some gains again. Do you always hit your target, Pat? Are you pretty close? No. A lot of years we've hit it, but a lot of years we miss it. And, and you know, that doesn't bother us so much. Uh, it's not about making the goal. It's about setting a goal that, that meets the need. And the more we raise, uh, the more we can help people. So that's, that's the real goal is how many people can we help. And we do that uh, by setting a monetary goal so people can kind of figure out, you know, what's expected of me. Uh, and we try to make that goal. We try to exceed that goal, but it doesn't always work. Now, who are the biggest uh, corporate contributors? You're well, in and you're out. I think there's one or two that always come through. Of course, the largest ones are the aircraft companies, Spirit and Textron. And then our third uh, largest giver is Intrust Bank. So we have some very supportive uh, people out there in the manufacturing field, professional field, throughout the community. Well, Intrust Bank. I wouldn't have thought of that. Intrust Bank is, is – um, they just do a bang-up job every year. You uh, – and I know that uh, – I'm not sure exactly what you call – the people who from United Way who will go into a business, a workplace, such as here at Intercom, will come in, uh, they'll hold a meeting, and they'll uh, explain what it's all about. And uh, uh, what, what do you call those people? Ambassadors? or something? You know, our, Well, our relationship managers. And then we also have loaned executives who are loaned to us from companies. And there are, they are like our ambassadors that go out and tell the United Way story, answer people's questions, and help them sign that pledge card. Now, is that pretty effective when they get out and tell the story? I think the best way to get people to give is through those kinds of meetings. Uh, For the reasons I talked about earlier, that people need to know what it is we're doing with their money. And they need to have a chance to ask questions and get good answers. So often, there's all kinds of urban legends that get out there. And so we really welcome that chance to give people the facts uh, when they ask us a question. Now, do you call businesses or do you wait for them to call you and say, can you send somebody else to talk to us? Oh, no. We go out and, and actively call Pretty actively, businesses. yeah. But we miss a lot of business, especially smaller businesses. So we're always anxious. Uh, if people would like to get involved, they can give us a call. 
Okay. You got a phone number there? I'll give you the easiest phone number there is, and that's 211. Ah, I've got a question about 211 coming up. See, you're way ahead of me on this. Why don't we swap mics and you do this part and I do your part? <laughs> uh, the, uh, you talked about this just a moment ago, but I'd like to hear a little more about it uh, and how the local economy has impacted fundraising over the years. It's been at least two events that have had a huge impact in Wichita, right? Yeah, the economy has been real sluggish. It's impacted United Way. It's impacted the whole nonprofit community. And at the same time that's going on, a lot of nonprofits have lost grants either at the state level, county level, or federal level. And so that puts a real squeeze on the nonprofit community. But the needs don't go away. There's, there's people out there really in, you know, needing help. Uh, children who are handicapped, uh, we're doing a lot of work with the homeless, uh, getting them off the streets, and we're seeing some success there. So um, needs are going up. Money is tightening up, and that makes a real challenge. What you mentioned earlier is, a, I think, is an excellent point. I'm, I'm sure this happens in a lot of companies. Okay, you're cruising along, and you, they, they say the inf- there's no inflation at all, and this and that and the other. And, uh, and oh, by the way, we're not raising salaries again this year. Oh, by the way, but your, impre- your premium for your insurance is going up. So that takes a kind of the wages you're going down over the years. People are losing ground. It really is a challenge, and, and, and I get it. I mean, you know, if you're a family and, and you've got costs and all of a sudden insurance goes up, you're looking at ways where you can save a dollar, and s- sometimes you look at that voluntary charitable gift, uh, but but the, the agencies need that money, and the people that are being served need those funds. Uh, so it's a challenge. And, and, you know, last year we had a lot of, of, of uh, retirements in the community, and the people who are the largest givers are older because, you know, the kids are sure. gone, the yeah. bills are paid, and so forth. And so we have a lot of new people coming in, and, and younger folks have a lot more expenses. And then there's the whole issue of millennials and how they give. They're, they're different than young people we've seen in past generations. Yeah. And the, the thing is that uh, you're working right now and you've got a good job, but maybe you're a couple of paychecks away from, hey, calling United Way and saying, I need some help from the other side now. There's mm-hmm. those kinds of issues. We have a a little girl in our campaign video this year who is a pretty dramatic example of how things can change, but she's in a wheelchair and, and paralyzed, uses her mouth to blow into a tube to, to move the chair around. When she was four years old, she was a perfectly normal, normal child. healthy child, oh. and there was a car accident that left her paralyzed. Now, that's a very dramatic example, but every day we see small examples of how life today is normal, and tomorrow something changes and you need help, and that's where United Way funded agencies come in. Now talk to me a little bit about the 211 number. Still in effect, still working, and you've probably made pretty good use of the 211 over the past couple Two, of years. 211 is one of our greatest programs. It's a simple number for people to call in and ask for information. I think my child might be on drugs. Where can I go for help? Uh, Spouse and I are having troubles. How can we get counseling? Where can we get food? How can we get housing? All throughout the state of Kansas, if you dial 211, we're going to answer the phone and a, a live person's going to talk to you about the issues that you have and where you can go to get help. And we just saw uh, recently an example of how important 211 is. Not here, but we saw it in Houston and we saw it again in Florida. United Ways run 211s around the country, and many times when 911 is down, 211 is still going, and it helps offload 
from 911, important calls, but not the kind of calls that need to go to the emergency number. Right. So there are two one ones all over the country then. There I guess are I all across the country. did not realize that. It first started in Atlanta, and uh, we're very proud. In fact, we're one of the few that's statewide, and that just makes it much easier to, to service the entire state as opposed to one city versus another. You're listening to Issues 2017 on the Intercom radio stations, and our guest is Pat Hanrahan, President and CEO, United Way of the Plains. Pat, how many local organizations receive United Way assistance? Right now, we've got uh, 30, a little over 30 agencies providing 70 different programs in the community. It's a wide variety of things from the young child uh, to someone who needs hospice at the end of life, all kinds of things in between. Is that number of agencies up or down? That number is down a little I bit. I was thinking it was uh, closer to 33 or 4 at one point. Yep, anyway. it's been stable, but you know, that's okay. Uh, some years it's going to go up, some years it's going to go down. What that shows is that we are making changes, we are looking at priorities, and we will fund different agencies and programs based on priorities. And sometimes we add and sometimes, you know, some go away. Yeah, the community is going to change. There's going to be different deeds. Exactly. And, and the population, demographics, and all that comes right. into play. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about some of the programs. Um, tell, tell me about what kind of a help is available for, for children in our community from United Way. Well, there's all kinds of programs that United Way supports for children. It, it can be like Rainbows United, where there's handicaps involved. Uh, it can be programs at the children's home, Wichita Children's Home, for children that have really are living in some pretty pathetic situations, and, and oftentimes the police will take them out so that they have a stable place to live. Uh, there's the traditional programs of character building, like Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, Boys and Girls Club for recreational after school, uh, big brothers and big sisters with mentors. So there's a wide variety of services for children offered through United Way funded programs. You talked about the dramatic case of the of the young girl, and who who does she who helps somebody like that who's who's been in that in case? Uh, United Cerebral Palsy came in because a lot of people don't know it, but United Cerebral Palsy has an absolutely excellent. Um, wheelchair engineering uh, right. program here. Right. In fact, the family of this young girl <clears throat> said that they've gone several places and found that Wichita was the best place for them to have that wheelchair engineered and built for her. Wow. So that's one place that they're getting help. Now talk about uh, <clears throat> some of the services that might be available for seniors through United Way. Well, with seniors, of course, uh, senior services is the largest program and um, they're going through a remodeling program as they're adapting for a new generation of seniors. The baby boomers are, are, are different in terms of their wanting to be more active and so forth. And uh, that agency is working to, to adapt for right. the, the needs of a new generation. They also provide Meals on Wheels, which sometimes is the only hot meal that a poor person, an elderly poor person, will receive. So it's, it's really... In that situation, kind of a life-and-death deal. I mean, it's hot food that they need and they can't afford. Tell about uh, what are you doing in the area of health care? Now, you've talked to us, you brushed on that a little bit here with the story about the little girl. But uh, generally speaking, health care, what, what are you doing there? Well, there's the traditional agencies, like I mentioned, like United Street Palsy and Rainbows United. Uh, but 
one of my proudest moments with this United Way goes back to 1999 when we helped form what's now known as Project Access. And it's a very much a volunteer program, doctors, physicians volunteering their time to help patients that don't have the insurance they need for um, surgeries and things like that. The hospitals are involved, pharmacies are involved, a lot of donated care. That program, uh, we still assist for about a quarter of a million dollars a year to provide some of the core services. But over those years, since 99, they have provided well in excess of $150 million in donated care. Wow. That's how United Way can take a gift and add value to it in the community. Now, if you're listening this morning, we've probably mentioned something that might interest you. Again, the call 211. That's right. And they're the people who can tell you about it. Call 211 if you want to find out about information, uh, if you want to know more about United Way. That's an easy number to call, and they can they can hook you up to uh, someone there that can answer questions. We're talking about the area of education now for just a minute. And of course, you've, you've talked about loaning the executives and going into businesses and so forth. Uh, what what are the ways do you educate the public? Do you? Uh, I know if you've got a web page, everybody does. You keep that pretty well up to date and keep that active. We try to keep that up to date uh, and getting more and more into social media. Uh, I mentioned millennials earlier, and that's how they're going to communicate with us. And, and in fact, we have a group of young people that said, "Don't send us something in the mail." You know, we we put it on the put it on the web, put it on a site for them. So, right. So it's a new area, and we're adapting to it quickly. Well, yeah, and it, just like any other, like our business here or any other uh, enterprise that deals with the public, you have to you have to understand social media and all the the new ways that we communicate with exactly. each other. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, can you share uh, for us this morning a couple of success stories? Uh, uh, you, you shared one about the little girl in the wheelchair. Can you share a couple more success stories? about how the United Way has had an impact on somebody's life? Well, I think right now uh, one of our success stories is our Be There initiative, which is all about getting kids who are chronically absent to stay in school. It's not the child that's wanting to gyp school. It's, it's all about um, maybe a single mom who can't afford babysitting and has a younger child get sick, so she holds the 12-year-old at home. Um, or we know of a grandmother who's elderly and sick and she's trying to raise three kids and send them to school but we have a program in the south in the west high area the seven feeder schools there helping these kids and we're seeing we're now in the third year we're seeing attendance is getting better uh, we're seeing that the children involved in this program their math scores 94 percent of them have improved math scores and 70 some percent of them have improved reading skills that's a long-term success because if we can keep them in school, they don't drop out, they don't get in gangs, maybe they go on to a tech school or college, they're going to get a job that's better than what they would have had. They're going to have a much happier life because we were able to help them stay into school. Well, how do you find those kids? Are the, the schools help you find the ones who are having problems? That That's yeah. part of the value add of United Way of bringing the community together. Yeah. In this case, we work with USD 259 who have identified kids that are having problems um, and our mentor uh, relationship we work with them staff work with them um, through the pando initiative and we make improvements we work with the families and yeah. try to work out the problems um what's new on the horizon anything you can talk about nah. well i think we've got some things coming uh, down the pike uh, where we're going to be working in some particular neighborhoods to improve um 
you know, some areas where maybe the crime rate's high and there's poverty. We're looking at uh, bringing the community together to work on some of those issues, and hopefully later in the year we'll have more to say about that. Now, when are you going to announce? Uh, you make you make you make the big breakfast, and you announce what the goal is, and then you, do you have another one later on here in November? Yeah, we'll get somewhere in the mid uh, November time period, and we'll wrap the campaign up and make an announcement on on what we did. How about the, the homeless situation? Are we making a dent there at all? You know, I think we are. Um, yeah. There's a lot of homeless on the streets. Talk about homeless. There's a lot of homeless kids going to school. A lot of homeless kids. Yeah. There really are. People don't think about that. You kind of keep in your mind the stereotype of the homeless, but there's a lot of very innocent children that uh, are homeless. But we're making some progress, I think. United Way was a pilot of something called uh, uh, get, get, getting a homeless person into a home first and then wrapping services around them. Yeah, yeah. And we're seeing you know, about 90% of the people a year later are still off the streets. So there are programs out there that we're working on, and I think we're making some, some improvements there. Um, I don't think people want to be homeless. I think there's yeah. issues. They're, they're, yeah, they there have, might be one or two that that's where there they want to be. There could be a few, but, but a lot of alcoholism and yeah. drugs and things like that. Um, and those are mental health issues that need to be worked yeah. on. Now, tell us about your volunteers. Everybody well, likes to talk about their volunteers. You know, Seems like Wichita is a volunteer town. Wichita is a volunteer town, and we run something called the Volunteer Center. Uh, we're seeing more and more companies want to do uh, group projects, team projects as, as an employee group. So we work with companies, as they call us. We work with individuals who uh, call in and they tell us what their skills are, what their times are, um, the type of person. You know, I want to help kids. I want to help older people. And we can hook them up with the right volunteer opportunity. All right. So the, but the volunteers are important. I, I'm just going to ask. I always like to ask for numbers, but you probably don't know how many volunteers you've got working for you. It's hard. Yeah. To, yeah, I, I know it's because there's all these agencies. Right? I know that we touch probably 5,000 people through the volunteer center each year. Really? But if you look at all the agencies and everything, you know, there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands yeah. of people who volunteer in Wichita. Well, if you who are listening this morning, if something here has uh, captured your interest, uh, you may want to give them a call. Maybe you'll want to have somebody come out and talk to your business or uh, uh, talk about how you can be involved with United Way. And again, 211, or you want to want the business number too, or just you call 211 and they can get you hooked up to the Volunteer Center and, and we'd love to talk to them. Pat, uh, I'll give you an opportunity here as we get uh, toward the end of the, the program this morning to just, uh, I hate to use a crass word like make the pitch, but uh, <laughs> tell, just tell our listeners why exactly you think they ought to be involved in the end why they should pledge to help out the United Way. I think people should be involved in United Way um, because we really are kind of the, the community um, at large. We're, we look at the needs of the community. We look at the priorities of the community. People have different agencies they like to give to, and that's fine. But United Way tries to put together a mosaic of community needs based on priorities. So you can be assured it's money going to priorities, it's going to be well spent, and we'll use the lowest amount of overhead. It, we add value to the gift you give. And uh, a lot of people will, will look at folks in need and say, well, well, they they deserve that. They should be better educated. They should take care of themselves. But like you pointed out earlier, there are a lot of cases where we're one incident or one life event away from needing the United Way. If you sit down and talk to some of those folks, yeah, there's a lot of different cases that 
people, everything was going fine, and something happened. Is this, is this fun work for you? I mean, you've been doing it a while. Is it rewarding? Yeah. I'll bet it is. You know, it really is, because every year I work with different people. Like our campaign chairman this year is the chief technology officer at Spirit, John Pilla. He's doing a great job. I get to work with bankers and lawyers and teachers and people from labor unions. It's fun. All right. Hey, Pat, as always, thanks for spending some time with us. And you can be sure that I'm going to make a pledge again this year for the United Way. I Thank always you. do. Thank Our guest, Pat Hanrahan, President and CEO, United Way of the Plains. That's all for this edition of Issues 2017. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone.